G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. You'll be aware that there has been huge controversy over the Albanese government's backtracking on the former Morrison government's decision to recognise West Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Now it's even reported a US-based pro-Israel group has launched a campaign against the Albanese government's decision. That group is called Stand With Us and reportedly placing a half-page advertisement in the Weekend Australian just recently saying Jerusalem was already the capital of the Jewish people when Rome did not exist and Australia's only inhabitants were the indigenous people on the land. So it has been Israel's capital for a very long time. Israel commentator and tour guide Stan Goodenough, known as the Jerusalem Watchman, has been following developments and international sentiments about Australia's move. He's back with us. Stan, welcome back to 2020. Good to be with you again, Neil. Thank you. Stan, the thought that there is only one Jerusalem, one city united, this is something you're pretty firm about and you can argue the point. Uh, it's It's a very simple fact of history that since Jerusalem's very first mention, Uh, in what are today archaeological um, remains and, of course, the Bible, which almost every Western nation has built its civilization upon, before any of those Western nations existed thousands of years ago, Jerusalem was conquered by a Hebrew king called David. It was a single entity. And for 3,000 years, Jerusalem was a united city, a single city. For 19 short years, 19 short years, Jerusalem was divided because the Jordanian forces that attacked the new state of Israel, or the, re- the reborn state of Israel in 1948, divided and occupied the eastern side of the city for 19 years. For 19 years, it occupied Judea and Samaria. And Jordan changed its name from Transjordan to West Bank, uh, sorry, to Jordan, and said that Judea and Samaria were the West Bank. So for 19 years, out of thousands of years, for 19 years, today in Samaria has been known as the West Bank. For 19 years, out of thousands of years, Jerusalem was a divided city with barbed wire down the center. Uh, in 1967, the status quo was restored. The thousands and thousands of years old status quo was restored. Jerusalem has always been a single city. There's never been a West Jerusalem, never except in the minds of belligerent anti-Israel uh, governments and, uh, and forces like the Jordanians, who I have to stress, the international community said were illegally occupying Judea and Samaria and half of Jerusalem. So they were ousted after they fired the first shot. They were ousted by Israel. And now the city is reunited and the Knesset, the Jerusalem parliament, voted in 1980 to extend all Jerusalem law, uh, sorry, all to extend sovereignty over all of the city 
and it's back where it's always been. In fact, there is no West Jerusalem. There is no such there is no such entity. But uh, the Morrison government, the Morrison government decided that, and it was. Uh, we, we can we can maybe unpack this a bit in detail. Um, Let's why. do this, Stan. Yeah. Okay. When you say the Morrison government, uh, because Scott Morrison uh, recognised West Jerusalem as the capital, but uh, you're suggesting that in doing so, he's made a mistake that's going to have some damaging consequences. How do you describe uh, what the mistake was? Uh, maybe I can um, put the background to this decision by uh, the Morrison government. Uh, what was happening in Australia in the months leading up to that decision? Thousands and thousands of Christians all around Australia, in all of your main cities, signed onto a petition and sent letters to your government, to the government in, in, in Canberra, asking Australia to do to treat Israel as Australia treats every other country on the planet that it has relations with and recognize Jerusalem, the single United City of Jerusalem, as the capital. Donald Trump, who was then president, was en route, en route, as the Americans say, to doing so. And there was a real hope in Australia that Australia would lead the way. There, was, there, were, there were memories of the charge at Beersheba, which was being um, uh, commemorated over a cent before over a century by that point, and the, the 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 call went out from Australian Christians. Let's lead the way on Jerusalem. That's what uh, the Australian Christians who signed the petition wanted. Not the recognition of Western Jerusalem, but the recognition of all of Jerusalem. The petition was read out. It's in the Hansard. Um, nothing happened in that direction. When when Prime Minister Morrison decided to recognize Western Jerusalem, there was a kind of a, a sigh of semi, a semi sigh of relief that something had been done. The problem is that by recognizing Western Jerusalem, you also recognize that there's an Eastern Jerusalem. And so the very act of recognizing Western Jerusalem divided the city. So Morrison, in fact, put his stamp on a divided city. And we really wanted him, I say we because, of course, I was very passionate about this still am we really wanted him to be to see that both as a christian and as a prime minister of a democracy uh, who knows his bible that jerusalem belongs to israel as a single city as a united city by recognizing eastern jerusalem even if it was only by inference when he said we will recognize western jerusalem which by the way neil i have to say is a little bit sorry but a little bit um strange because nobody was questioning Israel's presence in Western Jerusalem, as as as, as it was called. So we That's might even has, mm. we might even speculate uh, that Scott Morrison might have been trying to be tricky in some way, in dividing the city in order to appease some and uh, and and appease another side as well, making everyone happy. Yes, well, the, 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 you're right. I think Neil, and the, the trouble with appeasing, as we all know, and there's a there's a history full of tragedy as a result of appeasing aggressors and, um, and and belligerent people, is that when we try and appease those who are demanding half of Israel as their new state and half of Jerusalem as the, as the capital of their new state of Palestine, we're actually strengthening them. We're not uh, we're not securing any kind of peace, any kind of settlement. We're actually strengthening the belligerency of those who insist that they will actually, as they say themselves, will eventually have it all, all of the land of Israel and all of Jerusalem. That's that's what they believe. So I, I, I think that you use the word tricky. 
Um, I'm not sure <laughs> what that means in the Australian context, but it, certainly I think he was trying to find some. It wasn't. A, sorry, forgive me, Australians, but it wasn't. A, it wasn't a courageous move. It was. There was no. There was no real vision in it. Nothing. In fact, it created a potential. And Penny Wong, uh, when she reversed it, no, when she reversed it, I mean that in itself is not a non-event. That in itself is 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 awful. That Australia rejects. Or, or refuses to recognize even part of Jerusalem. But do you understand this, the, 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 the conundrum of this, the difficulty of trying to un untangle the situation now? Well, what should about, Australia now see? Right. Talk <laughs> about tangle and untangle, because now on the opposition side, the Deputy Liberal Leader, Susan Lee, and the Shadow Attorney General, Julian Lisa, have reportedly traveled to Israel to reaffirm the coalition's commitment to. West Jerusalem as the nation's capital. And of course, as you say, as Penny Wong has done, the Albanese government has done, they've backtracked on that and they're not recognising it at all. Uh, but you say that uh, for those who are upset with Penny Wong's reversal, uh, you've got to be careful with the way you respond and the wording that you use because it can perpetuate a fallacy. I think I probably some very likely some listeners may think I have an enormous chutzpah, as we say in Israel, enormous nerve, presumption. But I, from where I'm standing, as I like to say on the walls of Jerusalem, from where I'm standing, what I think is the only really only way to salvage this is that those who are coming to Israel um, from the opposition now in Australia uh, should come out full-throated and say, we made a mistake recognizing Western Jerusalem. We should have recognized all of Jerusalem, and we will now recognize Jerusalem as a united city. I think that's the only way. Uh, I mean, of course, it will create an enormous backlash in liberal circles, and of course, uh, it, but it's the only, it'll pull the rug out from under what Penny Wong has tried to do, in my opinion, uh, because what she's done is really set a trap. The more we affirm, or the more we protest, uh, the, uh, re withdrawing the recognition of West Jerusalem, the more we substantiate the belief that there is a West Jerusalem and an East Jerusalem, and I think that's dangerous. <laughs> so you suggest that Israel's enemies will use Scott Morrison's words uh, to perpetuate the thought that Jerusalem is divided. And Absolutely. Uh, perhaps mm. a solution would be if Labor changed its direction and they could fix the issue by declaring the whole of Jerusalem is Israel's capital. If they did that, they'd sort of be heroes, wouldn't they? Not Labor. Yes, Not no, Labor. that's what I'm saying. If Labor uh, oh. changed their position and uh, declared the whole of Jerusalem as Israel's capital, uh, rather than none at all, or not the West, <laughs> that's a way you could fix it. Yes, except, I'm sorry, I wasn't very clear. I don't believe that Labour, Labour government would ever, ever even countenance such a thought. What I, I, thought you, I, I thought I understood that people from the opposition, the shadow secretary, the, the people from the opposition were on their way to Israel to try and reverse this. If, if, if Well, they were, please, but it's, they're not in government okay. now, so they don't actually have a say at the moment. So all I'm saying is that mm. uh, if the Labor government in Australia has made such a bad decision, if it were to be mm. corrected, then they would be mm. able to recognise Jerusalem as a whole. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be happening either side of our government in Australia. 
So, um, no, I think what my thinking is, is that the government's not going to do that. The Labour government's not going to do that. But that those who are waiting for the next election, those who are preparing for, to, be, to run again in, when, when Australia has its next general election, I don't know, the three years' time, um, that they were already set as a plank in their platform recognition of all Jerusalem as a united city that that is going to be their position on Jerusalem. I also think, as, a, as one who believes in the, the covenant God made with Abraham, that blessing will fall on that party that takes a stand on the biblical position on Jerusalem. I think that's an answer there for the future. I don't honestly see any change in the current government's actual um, attitude towards Israel or towards Jerusalem. And that reinforces, doesn't it, her Labour's attitude to Israel and the Palestinian uh, tensions uh, that has now gone on for quite some time. It's not likely to change. As I was saying, the possibility of a fix Labour could actually do that. But uh, but I, I'm acknowledging what you're saying there, Stan. Mm. But for listeners who want to connect more on this issue, and uh, it gets deeper and it's a sophisticated issue to be able to grapple with, uh, listeners might want to connect directly with Stan Goodenough. Stan is known as the Jerusalem Watchman. And you can subscribe to the sorts of things that Stan writes about and gets into some of the detail Best way is to send him an email at zionwarrior at gmail.com. But you can also connect with Stan at his Jerusalem Watchman website, jerusalemwatchman.org. Stan, good enough. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you again, Neil. Take care. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.